Hello everyone, it's the first um, Armchair Guna podcast of 2019. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and New Year period. And maybe the FA Cup games today on the 7th of uh, January have brought you back down to earth. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, that and the Christmas period and um, pretty much anything else that just pops into my head. I can't think of anything on a menu or anything or um, I haven't got a plan for today's work. So it's going to be a free-form riff. Cheers. Okay, everyone. So um, the FA Cup has finished. The third round in the FA Cup has just finished. It's Monday evening, the 7th of January, 2019. Uh, as I said, I'm an open bit. It's the first podcast of the year. I'm glad you could join me. Um, this is just a quick podcast, really, to go over what's happened in that period um, over Christmas. Um, the 5-1 thrashing handed out to Arsenal by Liverpool. Uh, I've already mentioned, if you follow me on my video channel on YouTube or on fanvibe.com or anywhere else you might like to see me on Twitter, Facebook, the works, I'm all over the place. Um, I don't think that was a performance that Liverpool, I don't think it was a 5-1 type of performance. I don't think they played any better against us on that occasion than they did at the Emirates and it was a one-all draw. Um, in the same way that I thought if we played the Chelsea game again during our... Uh, unbeaten period I thought we'd have beaten them then rather than lose to them we lost to Chelsea unluckily at the beginning of the season I think um, if that Liverpool game had happened a couple of weeks beforehand before the Spurs uh, cup loss then we would have uh, either won or drawn that game anyway that's that one out of the way uh, we've had a couple of wins since then after that Liverpool game um, the last of which coming on Saturday the 5th of January in the FA Cup Third round away at Blackpool. Evening kickoff always tough. Um, the pitch was in a horrible state. Um, Blackpool are in a mess. The club, and that's not a disrespectful comment to them. It's just the way that their owner has separated. I mean, Arsenal think they've got it bad, but you know the Oysters and um, Blackpool just do not get on. Um, I hope they sort it out soon. It's a it's a club that. Um, it's a sort of club that, that that we need in in league football. Um, it's a community club. It needs to represent the community, and I think that um, they everyone needs to get on board and look at that and come to terms with it and and try you know really try and sort something else out um, between them because as I say it's it's that's what football should be about. It should be about you know young kids being up there and following their team Blackpool. Anyway, as it is. Uh, Arsenal went up there and had a tidy 3-0 win. Um, people complaining about the fact that Uwebe's goal was offside. It's one of those things. It can be given. It could not be given. If VAR, if VAR would have seen it, it would have been given um, as offside and would not have counted. Um, but it wasn't. It did. Um, and it was the third goal anyway. And it wasn't as if it was going to... You know, it wasn't as if it was the goal that won us the match. It just um it just strengthened our position. Um Blackpool to be fair had a couple of good chances. Um I can't remember the fella's name up front, but their French striker danced through a couple of times. Um but you always felt that Arsenal had a, another gear or two to step up to um in this, which is, you know, saying something. It's not something we've 
you could normally level at Arsenal for a bit, you know, um, playing within themselves, um, just getting the job done, um, which is what we seen, which what how it felt to me we were doing on Saturday at Blackpool. I've seen a lot of ridiculous comments um, on social media. Um, Twitter's got a lot to answer for. Christ, if this, if, if social media had been around properly when um, Tony Adams in the 1990s season went to prison or uh, in 93 when he dropped Steve Morrow um, or when he f- fell out of a nightclub and smashed his head open before an FA Cup game against Ipswich um, or even in the Invincible season um, you know Will Tour would have been picked apart Edu would have been slaughtered for some of his performances it's, it's just ridiculous it's just getting ridiculous now people are preying on Arsenal performances because it makes more money, more revenue, more clicks, more streams um, when we don't do well um, rather than when we do. So even when we put a performance in, it's a potential banana skin um, up at Blackpool, like I said, a, a farm field of a pitch with a lot of youngsters out. Um, you know, and they're giving Joe Willett grief. He scored two goals for crying out loud. Lay off him. Yeah, all right. Listen, maybe he's not Arsenal first team Premier League quality. Maybe he is. Maybe he will be. Maybe he could be. Who knows? Right? But he's come on. He's playing for the club you purport to support. Not easy to say. Um, so back the kids, yeah? Back him. Uh, it, it doesn't take much. He's, he's scored two goals. He's in cloud. He's on cloud nine. Uh, and he comes back and sees that sort of rubbish and garbage. Absolutely ridiculous. And Eddie and Ketia getting grief as well for missing chances. Wow, how dare you miss chances? You 18-year-old kid playing football in front, again, in front of a um, sparse crowd anyway. He's probably played in front of more people for the reserves at Arsenal than he did against um, Blackpool. A lot riding on him. He's just snatched at chances. Oh my God, how dare you? You know, this is this is the age of social media. You should be, you should be thankful that we're we're singing your name, mate. Oh man, it gets on my tits. These people saying this sort of stuff. He's a young kid. He, of course, he snatched at chances because he's probably worried about the reaction if he didn't score. Lay off him, and the goals will come. The worst thing he could have done probably was score two goals against Norwich last year in the cup because then people start putting out unrealistic expectations on the lad. It's like Reese Nelson out in Germany. You know he's doing really well out there, and I'm I'm so pleased for him. But if he comes back and doesn't hit the ground running, people are going to crucify him, and that's not fair. And that's not what we should we should be bigger and better than that as a club. But we we've got we've got right. This is ridiculous because I'm doing this now on on, a, on an audio channel, you know, a podcast. I started off my own, my own podcast. It's more like a diary of a season of a proper gooner. But um, you've got idiots on the radio like Adrian Durham. You've got morons on TV like Piers Moron. Um, who, who, by the way, radio stations that keep picking this man to come out and use his soundbite BS about the Arsenal. He wanted, Last year, he wanted Arsenal to lose just so that Arsenal Wenger would get sacked. That's not a proper fan. I don't care if you wanted Arsenal Wenger out or not. You do not want this club to lose in an FA Cup or League or League Cup or... Europa League game. You do not. You never go out wanting and hoping them to lose just to further your own pointless negative agenda. And it makes me sick that these people are attached to our club the same way that AFTV. I'm calling you out on here. No one's going to hear it. So it doesn't matter. But I'm calling you out because 
I've had uh, I've had enough of it. You sit there and you make all your money out of Arsenal losses, whether you like it or not. That's exactly what you do, which is why you promoted the Willock um, line. You will turn around and say, "Oh, we've, we're giving all fans a voice." No, you're not. You because you you're promoting that line to get more likes and more clicks. You know that will generate content. You're a business. You're not a fan channel. You're about making money for Robbie, making money for all the other. Um, People that use your channel for that for that reason, your claws, your ties, your DTs, everyone is in it to make money. They're not in it to express an opinion like I'm doing on here now. I don't make any money from this. I do it because I love the club and I want to talk about my club. Uh, I want to get my feelings and my passion across on this on this podcast. So lay off our our players when we had a three nil win. I mean, what is the matter with grown men? slaughtering these kids because they didn't take every chance that was put on the plate for them. It's sickening beyond belief. I can't, I can't stand it. I genuinely, I'm, I'm, my, my heckles are raised, my back is up, my hair on my back and neck is standing on end because it's got to a point, I don't care, right? Yeah, Stan Kroenke might be a cancer in our club, for want of a better phrase. He's drawing money out. He's not putting money back in. He's not going to back the manager, which is why he brought someone like Unai Emery in. Unai's doing a great job as far as I'm concerned. He's carrying on traditions that Arsene Wenger's put in place. He's bringing the kids through. He's trusting the kids that Arsene Wenger also put trust in. Um, but a bigger cancer, a bigger stain, a bigger embarrassment to my club is the people that come out and want to slaughter players just to make their... Um, podcast higher up on the YouTube and get more hits and likes and retweets and whatever it is they need to do just to promote themselves. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm trying so hard not to swear on it. I don't want to swear. Um, but we shouldn't be this way after a win. Do you know what I mean? We should be praising our team and how we got through an FA Cup tie um, against a team that, you know, they had their chances. They had their chances and they should have come through. Let's get back to the football, man. This is what we should be talking about as Arsenal fans. It's about how we're doing now. And we're not. We're, we're, we're singling players out and it's ridiculous. Anyway, that's the end of this part. I can't go on anymore. I need to take a five-minute break, um, calm myself down uh, and, talk, and look forward to the next round of the FA Cup. Right, sorry about that. You got that rather large monkey off my chest. Welcome back to part two. So, FA Cup round four. We have been drawn once again against Manchester United. We seem to be picking these guys out of the FA Cup quite a lot recently. Um, the we you know let's not have it any other way. The two single most successful clubs in the competition's history going head to head at the Emirates. Uh, Man United under their new manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer who by all accounts have been a wonderful breath of fresh air for the club going in talking to the young lads in the youth team letting them all know that he knows their names letting them all you know just giving them making them all feel 10 foot tall like um, Fergie used to do for him you know Ole was a super sub but you never heard anything from him he enjoyed being that was his role he knew that's what he was doing when he came to the club and he carried on, and uh, you know, and he he carried the Man United badge with, with honour. Um, you've got to admit, he was he was a hell of a player. I, personally, I think he should have 
moved on and been see if he could manage it as a um, first choice striker at a club. He obviously didn't want to. He knew his place, and sometimes you just got to know that maybe you're not the big star, but you you're the one that comes on and can change and win a game. Is a, a, a there's no harm in being a super sub. You know the geezer won medals and he was a vital part of that Man United um, all conquering team. Would never have won the European Cup without him. So you've got to give him credit for that. Um, and it looks like he's doing it again as a um, manager of their club and fair play to him. Um, I don't put it all down to him. I put it down to a lot of um, players like Pogba and that side that they're going to play again now. I've been over this a million times, but it's just, it, it, for me, Pogba is a disgrace. He's a world-class talent. He should have been playing under Mourinho, for Mourinho. He didn't like him. He wanted him out of the club. And so he just down tools. Um, it'd be nice if we could all do that in our working lives, wouldn't it? You just pitch up one day and decide you're not going to play for the manager uh, or work for your boss. And then hopefully in a couple of weeks' time, the owners of the company you work for decide, oh, look, he's not happy. Wonder why. Why aren't you happy? Oh, because I don't like the boss. Right, but he's your boss. Yeah, but I don't like him. So I'm not going to do any work and you're going to have to sack him and not me. Why is that? Well, because I'm younger and I've got more followers on Twitter. Right, well, we've had a look at it, and you're right, we're going to get rid of him, and we're going to keep you. Well done. Um, if you could just step up your game for the next couple of weeks while, when the new manager comes in, yeah, no worries, I'll do that. Make myself look amazing, make it make him, make him, my new manager look great because he's got the best out of me, and then when I've had enough of that, I'll just make sure that I'm down tools and we start again. Is that fine? Yeah, fine. Oh, by the way, can I have a pay rise? Yeah, no worries, stick that in. That's where it is. That's where United have been because of Paul Pogba. He holds all the cards there. He's got the, like I say, he's got the, he's got more followers on Twitter. He's got more power social media wise, and so therefore he is more important to the club than the manager. Um, but anyway, um, they will play us at the Emirates in the next round of the FA Cup. I think it's going to be a game where we put out a full strength side this time. I don't think Unai is going to take any chances. Um, I imagine Solskjaer will probably put out a weaker than top level side. I don't think it, this is on his radar, to be honest with you. I think he's probably looking at the league and thinking we've got to get back up, close the gap between Arsenal and ourselves and Chelsea and maybe a little cup run for Arsenal will distract them and we can sneak up on them if we're not in the cup. So I imagine it will be a weaker United side and a full close to full strength Arsenal side. Um but it's going to be interesting. Um, quick word on Liverpool going out tonight. Um, I don't think they were that bust. I think that was the result they were looking for. Um, they won't be too upset because I think they're going for the league. I don't even think they're going to concentrate on Europe as much. If they go out of Europe, then they won't be that bothered because they want the league. They haven't had the Premier League um, or the, t- the top flight football championship um, since 1991. They need that back. Um, and they they need to make sure that they can put one over on United by winning the league for the first time in ages. We won't hear the end of it. Um, for me, I'd rather Man City win it than Liverpool. Um, only because I, I, I don't know. It's just like I just uh, this is something there. I think I still haven't got over the cup final with Michael Owen. Um, we should have had that game done and dusted. Definite handball by Stefan Ancho. Um, not that I'm bitter. Um, so I think Spurs should probably, you know, they beat Tranmere 7 0. Well done. Um, 
but I still think that they should probably ease off. If I was Pochettino, I would probably look at. Well, I would lose. I would lose Europe. I wouldn't lose in Europe deliberately. What I mean is, I wouldn't be that fussed if I lost in Europe. I think a league and FA Cup double would be amazing for Tottenham. I think they should put all their eggs in the Premier League basket. I think then, despite what I say on social media, they are in with a shout. Um, technically, I don't think they will win it. I think it will be Manchester City that will win it. Liverpool will finish second. Um, with Spurs finishing third, and either us. Chelsea or Man United finishing in fourth. Chelsea had a win at the weekend. I don't know who they've got in the FA Cup next round, but it will be whoever they play. They will not have Cesc Fabregas in the, the side. Um, left at the pitch at the uh, at Stamford Bridge, crying his little eyes out because he's obviously a Chelsea legend. He's been there for so long. Um, wait, no, he's not. Uh, yes, he won the league there. Uh, was it? Uh, he's won it twice, I believe, under Conte and under Mourinho, and he's another one like um, Pogba. I hate to say it, when he was at Arsenal, he was a bit of a ledge, um, but at Chelsea, he was a bit of a snake. He was another one at down tools and made sure Mourinho left. Now the only good thing is it got Mourinho out. He's, I hate him as a manager, as a person in the Premier League. I don't know what he's like as a person outside the Premier League. But as a person in the Premier League, um, I'm glad to see the back of him. I can't stand, uh, this is Mourinho I'm talking about, um, his tactics, his snide comments. It doesn't fit anymore. It doesn't work anymore. You've got um, people like Klopp, love him or hate him. At least he's a bullion and smiley and will chat to the press properly. You've got Pep who holds himself brilliantly. And he, you know, Mourinho was just a little snidey, little paranoid twerk with a messiah complex. Um, so anyway, um, I, yeah, so I, basically what I'm saying is I don't understand why Fabregas was crying quite so much about leaving foot, English football. Uh, all right, might be leaving Chelsea, and that might not be his decision, but he could go anywhere else in England so other teams would still pick him up. Um, from what I believe, he's going to go down and play in Monaco alongside, you know, for Thierry Henry. So not a bad shout, is it, going down, going down there? Um... So, yeah, um, FA Cup's done and dusted. We've got the big draw. Spurs have got Crystal Palace. Um, Orient are through, um, obviously, Wolves, Newport. It's going to be an interesting FA Cup fourth round. Um, looking forward to it. And this is the end of this part. Um, I think the end of the pod today as well. I think I don't think we need to cover anything else. Um Come back for Saturday's instalment of Arsenal versus West Ham, where I'll try once again not to swear at the idiots that surround and drain my club. Um, keep it football, everyone. Come and see me. Like I say, I'm on Twitter at Guna Armchair. Um, I'm on fanvibe.com. That's F A N V Y B E dot com as at JT Guna. Um, I'm on Facebook as the Armchair Guna. Drop me a line, drop me pictures, drop me memes, um, drop me abuse if you want. I'll, you know, if I think it's funny abuse, I might still even respond to it. If I think it's um, just re- abuse for the sake of it, I will probably block you and tell you to naff off. Um, enjoy what is left of uh, the first full week back at work for a lot of people. Um, at least we've got football to get us through at the end of this end, end of the week, and it. Um, cheers for listening. Cheers for subscribing. Have a great time. Um, enjoy your football. And keep on listening. Cheers, everyone. Bye.